I want to start by addressing um, that the day um, we wake up and every day we've woken up since March, um, I believe around March, the world has constantly been changing around us. And now we're beginning to see an even bigger shift in the world, um, even though it still stems from things that have been attacking us as a generation from since we were young and I think that's been the whole message of Spat Nation. I've never been against the message of Black Lives Matter because Black Lives Matter. I think one of the things that Spat Nation has been able to do is that Spat Nation has been able to stand up for the fight in a generation to say that Black Lives really do matter. We've housed Black Lives because of how much they matter. We've clothed Black Lives because of how much they matter. We've put our money where our mouth is when it comes to black lives because they do matter. But you see, I think in order for black lives to matter to the societies and the systems that we're currently feeling that are disadvantaged to us, they need to matter to other black lives first. So yes, this can be a sign where you see people rioting and I don't condone violence and I don't condone, condone rioting at all but I think at the same time you can see a sign that black lives can begin to, other, to, begin to matter to other black lives so for me today I'm sort of just addressing it by saying to us that now is the time more than ever to stand up and not to get involved in the language that the world speaks, no. But to stand up and invest in more black lives like you've already been doing. To be able to look at look at the next brother or sister and in the little things. Because remember this, for us, we will always do as much as we can do to make sure that our brother or sister has an alternative lifestyle. People will always want things. People will always want to be able to express themselves. People will always be wanting to know the route to success and prosperity. And what we stand for as a generation now is the people who lead the way to what they're looking for. So as it's Blackout Tuesday today, I need us all to understand that for us now, we're going to have to put up or increase the intensity on the way we view and the way we work with black lives. So I just needed to put that standpoint out there because sometimes as a SPAC national, you may not really get involved in what's going on in the world. But the truth of the matter is black lives do matter. And I think there's nobody that has made that statement more than SPAC nation has made that statement. So it's not that we're just joining the fight, no. Our job is to increase the fight, increase the fight and make sure that every single person, every single black life that you encounter, that you come across in your own way, in your own spare, in your own, with your own resources, you make a difference. Do you remember we've begun, we talked about and we will continue to talk about, listen, the world gets better when we can understand that difference is normal. There will be black differences. There will be love. There will be hate. But if we can understand that difference is normal, then we can begin to forge together a united front 
and begin to walk into doors that have historically been closed to us. That is where I stand and that is the message that I wanted to put to us as we do this periscope or as we speak to the nations this morning. So I hope you guys are with, of course you are. I was going to say, I hope you guys are with us in this journey, but of course you definitely are. And remember lastly, where there is no family, people begin to suffer. So what does he do? He puts the lonely in family. So that's my message regarding that. But this morning we're going to get into some stuff. I've got just, I'm going to do about 30 minutes this morning. I understand that there are also other periscopes that are happening this morning. I understand that maybe the second generation or the maybe the now first generation will continue to or will talk or so this morning. But I'm just going to spend about 30 minutes talking to us. And um, I didn't catch all of Pastor Oni's scope this morning. I was able to catch the last bit of it where he started talking about building communities. And I think yesterday we were talking about impacting the generation through building communities. And I had a long talk with one of the sisters sitting down and talking and she was quizzing me and asking me questions. I think my best conversations are being asked questions because it allows me and the us and the person asking to think together. Please remember, and guys, I don't know if you're going to accept this, but for me, this situation of these morning periscopes will always be mind periscopes. I've discovered, and I will keep saying this, you do not struggle with spirituality. You struggle to allow God to influence your thinking. You've got to embed that in your mind and in your heart. That what God actually came to change is not your prayer life because he knows that if he can get your mind right, you would pray. So the sister was saying to me, and listen to this very carefully, she was saying to me that when COVID started, she didn't know how her life in terms of with God is going to pan out. She didn't know, she couldn't see it, da, 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 da. but she was saying that the leadership scopes and stuff like that, when she began to hear those scopes, that it helped her to understand the word she was hearing. And I was trying to tell her, or oh, we came to the conclusion yesterday, that your spiritual balance is not under attack until your mental balance is. What actually sustains your spiritual walk, right, is, the, is your ability to keep yourself conditioned right mentally. Do you know, I've heard, and this is me just showing you certain things. People can be spiritual. I've seen people say, my God will protect me from COVID. And people say, and I believe that statement. And then people said, I am now become a pastor that will heal COVID. Now, are you telling me and we believe that God is a God of miracles, but you also, let me tell you the truth. When somebody starts saying those things, right, you're going to have to check their mental balance. And you've got to be confident in the things that you teach. Because, let me tell you, but the things that we teach, because the truth of the matter is, it may seem like we're anti-God sometimes. But we're not anti-God. What actually is happening 
or what we're actually trying to do is trying to let people know that there is already a system inside of the word that God puts in place. Healing is not something that needs to be a crusade. It's a part of the kingdom lifestyle. So one of the things that I would constantly say, you know, oh my days, look at this. Do you know, I, I think I've showed this, shared this story with the Connect family before. There was, a, there was a scientist that ran a certain project. They locked a few men in a room and they began to tell these men that they had a certain illness. Now, after, after experimenting with these men for a couple of weeks, these men took on the symptoms of that illness. So they started showing the symptoms of that illness. Guess what? They never really had the disease. It was just that their mind conformed to what the doctor said they had. I want you to know how, how powerful. So the word will never be the issue. It is just whether the word can really and truly possess and influence your thinking. Everybody hears the word. And that's where we're going this morning. Of course, we've, we, I think we've dealt with the so and so's the word. So now we're going to move to Psalm 119 verse 130. And for the next two, maybe three weeks, we're just going to be opening up with that chapter. Opening up. So for me, I'm looking and I'm saying every time on the breakfast morning scopes is dealing with the mind. I've seen people, I've seen that it is possible to be in church for two years or three years and there has been no sign of change. Most times what usually happens is people regress. I'm sorry. Because they usually regress, they usually go backwards instead of going forward. So scriptures like the path of the just shines brighter and brighter, become a, a fairy tale or somewhat like a story because you usually see people going backwards instead of people going forward. But these people are prayer warriors though. And don't think I'm talking about going backwards in terms of they have money or they don't have money. This is bigger than that. I'm talking about they go backwards in their thinking. They start to sound weaker in their mind. They come out and you see them and they're tired. They come out and you see them and they're just complaining about life. And you're thinking, but have you not been under this same word? But you know the problem. The truth of the matter is they haven't allowed the word to penetrate their thinking. So guess what I said to the young lady yesterday? I, I, even though I believe in the concept of change, I understand that most times in church, you're going to have to pick up the concept of management. You're more likely going to have to manage a greater percentage of people than you will actually see people change. Because change is intentional. Change, nobody has to tell you to change. People will spot or see the man that is changing. So let me, before we go to Psalm 119, let me give you something this morning. Never laugh at somebody who's trying to change. Listen to me. I was watching a video. No, I don't even think I was watching a video. No, I was, I was working out one day. Pastor Patrick, beast, working me out. Oh my days. Don't go to sign up with that lion camp if you know you're not ready for pain. Okay? 
I'm telling you, please, oh, fear for your life. But he was training me one day and it just came into my mind. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what came into my mind. Some of the exercises he was giving me, I couldn't do. But I realized something. There's a, there is a pain that if people saw that what I couldn't do, most likely, even if I was the one watching myself, I would laugh at it. Do you understand? I would laugh because I couldn't do it. But you see, the problem is, I'm working on it. So, I don't laugh at the person that is working. You see, there's a person that can be making mistakes today, but they're working. You see that person? Don't laugh at that person. Don't step on that person. Because, let me use weight as an example now. If you're overweight today, but you're working on it, then people will most likely laugh at your pain, but, the, but you need that journey because the result that is coming, will, it will only make the result more worth the while. So it's the same with everything called the mind. You know sometimes you're trying to work on certain things and then you fall and you trip and this and that. But let me tell you something, keep working. Keep working with the word. And remember, so people should be open to your humiliation. Otherwise, the result that you eventually get through working with the word will not be sweet. You know what people usually try to do? They try to hide their humiliations. They try to hide their pains. They try to hide their downtimes. But I remember turning to Lloydie and saying, Lloydie, make sure you record my failures. Because it is in the failure that you will now see all the movies of the greats. Remember you see the movies of the great. You know, some of us, we grew up watching the movie called Rocky. And, and then we saw him running up the stairs. But there was a process. The first time round, you may not be able to lift certain things. But if you just stick in there and you keep working on it, you keep pushing, you keep doing what you need to do, then one day what people once laughed at will be something that people will then eventually clap for. People congratulate your success, but they will laugh at your pain. Please understand that these small principles in life, and I don't want you to pull it at the, in the big things. I need you to pull it in the small things. The small mistakes that you make Keep actually, actually keep going. Don't worry. Yes, okay, there was that mistake. And I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning, but there was that mistake. Yes, I understand that. And yes, you were humiliated. Fine, but keep going. Keep going because as long as you keep working, as long as you keep pushing, then even though there will be some, there will be a leader, a teacher, a source that will understand as long as this person works, they will learn how to lift the weight. Don't stop dreaming. Don't stop dreaming on the big dream. Every failure, every mistake, every fault, every flaw is a, is an, is, is a step closer. Without faults, it means there's no step closer to where you're trying to go. <laughs> so I told the young lady, and this is me just, I might just conversate with you today, if you allow me to. I told the young lady yesterday, she said, okay, but you seem like you know where you are, like you know what you're meant to be doing and you seem sure. And I said to her, let me tell you the three things that I know about. Number one, the word will take us where we need to go. I bet my life on it. 
Why? Because I will allow the word to influence my thinking. And as long as the word influences my thinking, I think differently. There are certain situations that will come up in one's life that will test your thinking. So, you know, when you say, oh, you know certain things like, okay, you know how people react sometimes and say, I will never allow them to talk to me like that. Exactly, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. I don't have a problem with what you said. I just have a problem with whether that was what. Because if it's not word, then there's a thinking going on in your mind that's counteract that is counterproductive to the word. So now I'm looking at everybody and I'm saying, look, the reason why I'm sure, number one reason, first of all, is because I know that this word that we sit on is a sure thing. I'm not sure in myself, I'm sure in the word. I'm sure in that the word will take us where we need to go. And all I need to do is conform my thinking more and more in, to the word. What did we say? Be not, trans, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed. Let the body, let the mind, let the activity of the body be transformed by the renewing. Go back. Oh my days. Do you know sometimes you go so far back, you have to go back to certain situations and pour word on it. Certain things that made you, you know, you can have certain issues that growing up, you had certain issues with poverty that will be stuck in your mind. And you know what you have to do? You have to go back to the root of that thing, right? And you have to now sit down with the word and pour word on it until it, re it uproots the old thing, and it puts there the, the, the mind of prosperity. I don't want to talk about the mind of a winner. I want to talk about the mind of a legend. Creating legacy, but what we create legacy of is not that someone's going to become a champion one day. I know you'll become the champion, but it is only going to be because you want to create a legacy for the word. How the word created a boxing champion. How the word created a sports champion. How the word created this. So now I know you want to become that, but it's going to be based on a certain legacy. The word is our legacy. We built a family around the world. So number two was that I've, I've known, this is the reason why I'm settled. I decided to accept the flaws of everybody. I'm giving you some secrets today. You see, you know that's difficult. People do not decide to accept people's flaws. I didn't say I'm going to condone it. People usually don't accept that people have flaws. But you know what they do? They want, to ex you, they want people to accept that they have flaws. I've decided that I will accept that individuals have flaws. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have debts against us. I've decided consciously that, you know, when you begin to decide these things consciously, you set yourself free from expectation. Expectation kills people. Expectation. Now this, somebody's in a relationship and they put expectation on their man. Killer. 
for both the woman and the guy. Expectation of what they should have been by now, killer. I told the young lady, I don't have any expectation. The only thing I have is the word. And I only do what the word expects from me. <laughs> when you get to these stages in life, and where can I get here? I've been in business. I realized that, I keep saying this, I realized that when we were making 40 or 50K a month, or when we made 40, 50K a month, and we still make those figures, but when we make them, let me tell you something. I realized that what I was looking for was not in that amount. I realized it wasn't there. It's not there. It's not. So when you don't wait for experience to teach you a lesson that you can have learned through mentorship. There are certain expectations that you place on yourself. I should be this by now. I should be that by now. But I'm saying to you that all those expectations, they actually don't work in your, in your favor, in your advantage. It is a killer. Because you know what expectation does? It introduces pride. That's what it does. So how can I still be here by now? I accept. I'm content. So that was the third one. I'm content. I'm content with my life as it is. I'm content with building people. I'm content to push from a place of content. So you see, I'm not pushing. I need more money because I don't have money. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm pushing to push the barrier because I don't want any, I don't want to have anything called mediocrity in my life. That's why we push. But let me tell you, am I content? Very much so. I'm content in every area of my life. So those three points are what we discussed yesterday. They're what we discussed yesterday and I have about 15 more minutes. So let's get into the entrance of the word. The entrance of your words give light. Mm. It gives understanding to the simple. Yeah. You got, okay, so it says the entrance. So this is me talking to you now. And I'm saying to you very simply. Unless the word enters. Unless the things that you do, because all we can we can all have heard the word. But remember the practicality of what I've been saying is if you sit with the word and allow the word to enter, you allow the word. What does it mean for the word to enter? It 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 penetrates your thinking. Then it says, when the word enters, what does it do? Go. Gives light. It gives light. It gives light. And it does what again? It gives understanding to the simple. Mm. And it gives understanding to the simple. So I don't need to be the greatest. I don't need to be the best. In fact, what I need to be is simple. I wish I could bank on that simplicity there. I don't need to be the most intelligent. 
I also don't need to be the most complicated. I don't need to have the wisest wisdom. I just need to be simple. So what do you do when you come to the word? You strip everything that makes you complicated. You know what exists in most people's heart are a load of complications. But simplicity, the simplicity of the word, the simplicity of my life, that A, A, B, and C is what I do. And you know me, I've already come before and I said activities. Don't put yourself in too much activities. I'm not going to go there. I've done that one. Turned to a young lady um, a few days ago and I said, if you don't know who you are without activities, then you're nobody. But let me tell you what should define you without activities. Simple. You're just very simple. My life consists of just this. I have got my word, I've got my notepad, and I've got my pen. That's the family legacy. And I've got my mouth to pray. You know why this is so important for me? Because the more powerful you become, the more tempting it is to remove the legacy out. If you, if you start making a million pounds or a mark for um, two million or 10 million, let me tell you what happens. Every tendency to remove the family legacy. And the thing is, because of the way your thinking has been influenced, you will do. So let me tell you what happens. In very plain terms, your thinking has changed so much. Do you know what needs to happen now? Just keep this thinking alive. One day, this thinking will rule the world. Every time Joseph was in, in trial, it came to test the mind. I wish I, not even that I wish I had time. I've got a bit of time. But you see, the scripture said, I just want to keep it very simple with the scriptures. I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind. God is coming to test the framework and the pattern of your thinking. He's not coming to test whether you're loyal, even though loyalty is still a fourth pattern. So he said, if I can keep the thinking alive, eventually I will have life. So how do people just know what to do? How do people build businesses? Let me give you a clue by thinking. Thinking on the words that they've heard. How do people how do people get into the best jobs and this and that by thinking? It's just the mind. You know, Patrick says something to me, Pastor Patrick, sorry, says something to me so mind mind-blowing. We were sitting down, myself, Pastor Daniel Hector, and Pastor Patrick were sitting down and we were talking. And he said something. He said, When I see different people train, I meet different minds. He said there are some that they've been paying, but they're just going to keep going. And he knows how far certain people go by the mentality that they put towards their training. So you don't meet the body, you meet the mind. The body will become anything the mind can, can fathom it to become. And you know, I'm not, I'm not a, a motivational preacher. But I tell you from the word that what 
if anything stops people, and then we come back in order to conclude, if anything stops people in this thing we call family and church, it is the mind. It's not their spiritual life. Look how long we've been praying. Look how long we've been fasting. Look how long we've been rolling on the floor. As a church, not us as a church now, as the body of Christ. Look how long we've been hearing preaching after preaching after preaching. Look how long you've been dancing over revolt, jumping up and down. Look how long those things have happened. But are you asking yourself the sincere question? The sincere question that, okay, what now do I do to advance? I'm really going to allow God to sit on my thinking. God doesn't need to sit on your, on your heart. His words need to sit on your mind. When it, the, the, the believers did not just, they did not just have one heart, they also had one mind. So I come back to this mind thing because I don't think that we can ever really leave it from where we're going. But today I just starting on the entrance of your word gives light and understanding. So in order for what is, to define what the word means to enter or what it means for the word to enter, to define it means for it to finally penetrate your thinking. That before I did do this thing or before I do that thing or before I do this thing, I think about what the word says. This is simple, but it's the most powerful lesson we've learned. Lastly, I think I'll give you a fourth thing that I said to this is the conversation with conversations with a sister. Let me just call it that. I said to her, number another thing that I've learned is things are never as they seem. I want to help somebody today, actually. I just want to talk. You know, never take things on face value. That's another killer. Try or seek to understand. I'll use the most typical examples. Somebody tells you or gives you a report. Never take that report, and it might be about somebody, never take that report to go and do something to someone else. Because things are never as they seem. You know, I say, when you go out into the road, I remember because I look after certain young ladies, they say, no, nah, man, so-and-so was talking about me. No, 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 no. I'm thinking, things are never as they seem. Now, that's the smaller example. But if you can then take it into different spheres when you're judging a situation, when you're judging a problem or a trouble, things are never as you've seen. If you're able to understand these things, you will be able to allow the word to penetrate your thinking. All we have for our family legacy is the word, prayer, our notepad, and our pen. Things are never as they seem. Ah, oh, do you know your mind can paint scenarios? Ah, that mind can paint pictures, you know. 
I wonder how people perceive me now. I wonder what people are saying about me. You know situations. And based on that, your body responds. But let me tell you the honest truth. Things are never as they seem. They are never the way you think they are. So, as much as that's simple, I keep that as a as the few things I said yesterday. I wanted to get in more into this idols, but I think we'll warm up into it towards the end of the week. You know, we get more into the word into the end of the week. I think this the sun. I, I the sun makes me not want to sit down for too long. Um, but the truth of the matter is this: these practical steps. When the word is now released, bring it into your, into your hub. Get your thinking up. Have you thought on your finances now? Have you ever asked yourself, why is my finances the way it is? Whatever it is, whether good or bad. Why? I know you've got salary and that's probably what you rely on, but why is it just a salary? Have you ever asked yourself, have you ever begun a thinking Another part of wisdom is the ability to ask right questions at the right time to the right person. That's another side of wisdom. The ability to think right, to ask right questions. A man who is growing wise and a man who is growing more in thought will grow more in questions. There are certain things in the Bible that I question. If this is supposed to be this, then why this? There are certain things that we will always have questions for because we're thinking. Don't accept things just on face value. Think, process, go through things. And I'll keep writing this home until you get tired of hearing it, until you get tired of hearing it, until one day when you're finally at the wit's end and you're saying you need a change, then you will now know, okay, let me set things in motion because you know what happens? There's always this tussle of between, I'm not gonna say between your past and your present, between comfortability. You know, there are certain areas in which you're comfortable, but you see change, it is uncomfortable. You wanna change your body? That is going to be an uncomfortable process. Huh. That is going to be a very uncomfortable process. And don't think you're changing just because you where you sit is different. Mm. Change is an uncomfortable process. It's a zone, an unknown zone, where most times you're putting in effort. You know, you put in effort, you're tired putting in the effort, then after your body decides to be in pain. Because of the changes it's going through. Sewing can be an excruciating experience because of the changes your finances is going through. Remember that these things, these signs on the body are also supposed to be signs. In your mind, there will be an excruciating experience that will go on because you're, you're, you're experiencing change. Even the correct, let me tell you excruciating experience. It is leadership that will bring it. There will be words that they put inside of you. There will be corrections that they do that will be excruciating. 
that will be painful. But the thing is, if you can endure and if you can ab ab absorb that hardship, then all of a sudden the framework of your mind begins to change. Without that, what you will just have is a good girl or a good guy. But good guys and good girls don't win. Average people are good. Those that end up doing the impossible are extreme. So for us today, it's as simple as the world is changing, but we must change with the word. If we change through the word, we will change our world.